is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and I help people get consistent with mornings and meals and movement. We're going to talk about running today, but before we do that, I want to share some progress with one of my clients. So we've been working together for the last 13-ish weeks. Um, this client came to me. She actually, we had worked together a number of years ago before the pandemic, before life got super crazy, right? And this person, they did a diet uh, in 2022, lost a lot of weight. You know, they're feeling really good. And then, well, we know, we know what happens after a diet, right? You binge, you eat all of the things that you weren't allowed to eat. You feel really guilty. You feel just not really great in your head and in your body. And you're just kind of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Should I do something even stricter? Maybe I need to completely cut out all carbs. Maybe I need to go do the carnivore diet. We start to think that there's something fundamentally wrong with us, right? And we we think that the answer is something even more extreme. But what we did together is the complete opposite of that. Um, we focused on building solid habits. Hey, if you are struggling with food, instead of cutting food out, instead of figuring out what food groups you need to drop, what we need to do is make sure that you are actually eating throughout the day. Are you eating breakfast? Are you eating lunch? Are you eating a snack? Are you eating dinner? Are you allowing yourself a small dessert? And so, of course, we use the five Ps at all of those meals, right? And it didn't go perfectly. No, it definitely did not. But that's that's part of learning how – that's part of learning A and that's B, just part of life. Like we, we don't do things perfectly from the get-go. Um, we're imperfect humans <laughs> doing imperfect eating. But we, we started with that. Over the summer, just building really solid habits with food. Um, and then from there, like things are going great. We started adding in other things. Okay, great. Food, your meals are solid. Let's let's add in another habit. Can you get consistent with morning movement? You don't like how you're on your phone first thing in the morning. You know, you want to do some sort of exercise for yourself so that you feel good from the moment you get up and you feel accomplished, right? Let's add in some sort of morning movement. And I've learned this mistake. I actually have my clients, um, instead of committing to a 45-minute workout or even a 30 or 20 or 15-minute workout, what I've started doing is committing to one plus minute of exercise, one minute of exercise. What's nice about that is you can do a minute of exercise on your worst day and your busiest day. Um, you might not always have time for 20 minutes, but you can always commit to doing one minute of exercise. And truthfully, if you can commit to one minute, you probably do have time to do more. So we start with that. Do one minute of exercise in the morning or more, <laughs> definitely or more. And then from there, we started adding in daily walks. So like throughout the workday, um, you know, there's times that you, if you're in the office, you're bored or you're stressed and you finish a task or you don't want to start a task. So what do you do? You kind of go to the break room and you see what's there. You go to the secretary's desk and you see like what candy is there, or, you know, the main office. You're looking for something. When you're doing that, it's like you're looking for relief. You're looking for entertainment. You're looking for something to do besides the work that you're doing. And, and you're getting that through through the little walk and also just the sugar or whatever, the carbs, the fat, whatever you're getting. So what we started – um. Uh, incorporating was daily walks. Can you leave the office? Can you go outside for a five-minute walk? Can you 
walk around the school building? Can you walk around the office? Can you just get up from your spot? Or if you work from home, you know, (laughs) it's the same thing. Instead of going over to someone else's desk, you're going to the fridge, you're going to the pantry, right? You're looking for stress relief. You're looking for relief from what you're immersed in, your stressful workday or your boring workday, whatever that is. And you're going and getting some sort of sugar, whatever. Can we do something else? Can we substitute? Can you get outside? Can you go and get a sip of water? Can you do something? So we're not taking food away. We're not saying you're never allowed to have sugar or carbs or fat or whatever. We're just adding in a habit that is actually going to help you relieve stress. Um, I can feel it on myself when I've had a busy work day. I'm on Zooms all day. My body, like I just need to be outside in the sun. Um, and maybe it's not sunny by you. Like not everyone is in California, but just leaving fluorescent lights and leaving a screen and just getting a chance to breathe. Sometimes just getting your heart rate up for you know like a little bit of time, even just moving around the block, um, getting getting moving. That actually does help relieve stress. That actually does help your body get back to a normal status. So daily walks, that's what we've been implementing. And then the last thing over the last 13 weeks is reading, reading or listening to, um, we call it a book on tape because both of us are around the same age, but an audiobook. Listening to an audiobook right now, um, you are a badass at uh, making habits. And obviously Atomic Habits, another great book that you can listen to or read but just slowly adding that in. So the way that I have my clients uh, read (laughs) is encourage them to not finish like a self-help or personal development book in a weekend. Um, You can read something from cover to cover in like six or eight hours. That's great. But did you actually implement anything? So instead, what we do is break it up. I want you to listen to this or read this for 10 to 15 minutes a day. That's it. We're going to stretch this book out along four weeks or six weeks or however long it takes to finish this book. But by showing up and doing a little bit each day, your mind is thinking about this every day. It's like top of mind for you. Um, I don't know where I read this or said this. um, Someone said this, but it's like your body, you will get more benefit. if you go out and walk a mile every single day, you will get tons of benefit from that versus if just one day you go and you walk, uh, run 26 miles with no training, right? You're going to get more benefit from building habit of walking a mile a day versus doing all of it on one day. So that's kind of the same idea with reading. So it has been so exciting to see this client um, not only get consistent, but like really flourish, really like feel successful, feel good in her head and feel good in her body. Um, No longer binging, no longer feeling nervous about sugar or cookies or, you know, her kids' goodies in the house, like no longer feeling this pressure to eat all of it. And also, this is the big thing, not feeling guilt or shame if she does have some Halloween candy, not feeling guilt or shame if she does decide to have like a little dessert plate at night. Um, we were talking like it's you we think the solution to eating all of the sugar is to completely remove it but really the solution is to practice having it in a normal amount and getting used to it um the novelty the draw um the pressure uh, of the food it kind of dissipates cuz it's like oh okay like i'm actually allowed to have this i'm not a bad person for having this so this this has been great over the last i think it's been about 13 weeks working with her um, and I want to share with you how you can get started too. So 
The first thing would be consistency camp. So it's $7 consistency camp. You have to complete that before you complete anything else. I have learned the hard way that um, if I let people move on beside before being successful okay, at consistency camp, the coaching program does not go well. Like you have to, you have to show up, you have to do the work, you have to prove like, Hey, you know, I can't, I actually do want to change. I just need some assistance. So $7 consistency camp. Um, there is, I probably will keep it open for the next few days, probably through Wednesday. And then I'm going to close it up for the rest of the month. So if you are struggling to get consistent with mornings, with meals, with movement, $7 consistency camp, that is for you. After that, uh, once you complete that, you can enroll and get consistent with, which is eight weeks, or also choose your own consistency camp, which is also eight weeks. So um, that's, that was a lot. <laughs> um, I do want to get to my running recap today. Um, I wish everything was flourishing in my life. It's not, but that's okay. That's okay. It's um, uh, it, This is it. We have peaks. We have valleys. We have times that we not a lot of change, and we're just doing what we can. But I will say that over the last few weeks, I have been going to a run studio, um, on the weekends and it's just been so great. Like I'm not hitting record speeds or record mileage, but it feels good to have my body running. It feels good to, you know, how it, the, the title of the podcast, actually you are a real runner. It feels hard to call yourself a runner when you're not actually doing it right. Like I've always, like even during the times that I haven't been able to run, it's like, well, I'm a runner, but I can't really run right now. So now it's like, well, I'm a runner and I'm doing what I can. <laughs> uh, I'm not training for a marathon. I'm not able to really run outside on cement very well, but on these like super fancy, expensive treadmills that um, just the impact, like your, your foot hitting it just doesn't bother me as much. Um, I will say as much. Um, still struggling with the knee and hip pain and foot pain and um, seeing a doctor and they don't know what's wrong with me. In fact, MRIs and x-rays and injections, uh, everything is saying there's nothing wrong with me, but I still feel this way. I'm still in this discomfort as I've been for like the last six years. So that is not great, but what is great is I'm doing what I can. I'm still taking care of myself. I'm still stretching. I'm still eating healthy. I'm still foam rolling. I'm still um, massaging my legs, getting massages, you know, doing hydrating, going to yoga, doing everything that I can to help myself and, you know, seeking out advice, seeking out experts that might be able to point me in some direction. But I think just the best part is just being able to be a part of a running community again, being able to be around other runners. Um, and also, you know, look around and see like, you know, I'm not as fast as everyone in this class or I didn't cover the same distance that they covered, but it doesn't matter. Like, it just doesn't matter. I'm almost 40. Um, a lot of the people in the class are probably in their 20s. I know, you know, some of them are like fresh out of college and college athletes. And it's like, I can't compete with you. And I also don't need to, like, I'm almost 40 and I, I just, I don't need to compete. My body does not need to compete with yours. I'm here for my mental health. And I think that has been something I've learned over and over again. Like I'm not exercising to be the fastest. I'm not exercising to, you know, be the longest, uh, the longest distance runner. I'm exercising for my mental health. It's a movement for mental health. I'm exercising so that I feel good about myself. I'm exercising so that I feel good at the end of the workout. Um, 
so that I'm not such a jerk to myself all the time. Like I'm exercising literally for my own mental health and that that's it. That's why they're, why I'm there. Um, what I love about this community versus other ones that I've been in also is just that it's just so positive. Like there has not been a single mention about weight loss <laughs> or you not doing enough at class. Um, you know, a lot of classes, I tried out Orange Theory a couple weeks ago and I was like, I don't actually want my heart rate and my, the calories burned up on screen for everyone to see. Like that's like personal privacy information. It's just like, why is that? Why does that need to be on display? And I don't have to do that at this class. Like it is very much go your own pace, do what you can, push yourself, you know, do the best that you can. But also if there's a time that my leg is acting up and I have to stop, I have to massage it, you know, like people come over and they check and they're like, you know, what do you need? Do you need a foam roller? Do you need a rest? Do you need whatever? And it's just a nice, it's a really nice welcoming environment to be in. And so I've also started doing yoga over the last few weeks. And that's just another great thing too. Um, again, lots of people in their twenties, <laughs> I am not in my twenties. Um, and just knowing I'm there for me. Um, it does, I'm not comparing myself. I'm not going to be able to do yoga that someone that has been doing yoga for five or 10 years. Um, definitely a novice when it comes to yoga, but it just feels so good. And again, the the welcoming environment. Um, I just love yoga classes because it is very much like listen to your body. You know, if you can challenge yourself, do this. If you can't challenge yourself right now, do this move instead. And just wish that all classes were like that. Like whether it was something competitive like CrossFit or you were going to a running class or a lifting class, whatever, just like this is what you can do. This is how you actually CrossFit does. They tell you how to scale things. But it's in yoga, what's so great is it's not competitive. You're not competing to be the best yoga yogi, you know, and they don't award anything and there's not anything on a, you know, a sign or like recording any stats. Like I just, I just want to show up for me. That's all. That's all I'm here for to keep me alive, to keep myself feeling good in my head and good in my body. Um, so yeah, I would, I would highly suggest trying out a yoga class, it can feel really scary if you've never done it before. Um, I started doing yoga at home at first, learning basic moves and then going to class and be like, well, this is, <laughs> this is what I can do. And I will tell you that I've never had yoga, especially I've never had, um, a terrible experience with the yoga teacher, just a welcoming environment where the goal really is like, making yoga accessible to everyone, which I, I just wish was, <laughs> was everything. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my running recap. Um, not a ton of movement forward, just kind of still trying to figure things out, doing what I can, not getting upset with myself. Sure, there are times like I'm, you know, bummed that I can't do what I could do, you know, six years ago, but it is what it is. And I'm, I'm doing everything that I can to get back there. Um, maybe one day, maybe one day in the future. But that's it for today's episode. So again, remember, if you are struggling with getting consistent with mornings, meals, or movement, and as we close out the year, that's something that you want to focus on. You don't want to wait until January. Um, enroll in $7, seven-day consistency camp. That is the first thing that you need to enroll in in order to work with me. Make sure that it's a right fit before we decide to move on together uh, for eight weeks. This will be open until Wednesday, and then I will be closing it up for November. I cannot wait to meet you. I cannot wait to help you get consistent. Chat soon. Bye.